So uh, I'm Jose Juarez. Hey, um, I've known Megan since, okay, I guess the first time I've met Megan was 2010. Um, it was a very brief encounter. I would say I did not get to know Megan until 2011. So I had I met her before I studied abroad when I was quote unquote straight. Um, I remember the day specifically. I literally brought Paul Jerger. Yeah, Paul Jerger invited me over to meet some of his friends at his coach house. I walk into a very moody group of friends. <laughs> Megan is literally smoking a cigarette. I'm with like three other people, all girls who are just like kind of basic Beckys. They're drunk and loud. And I think we may have interrupted like a music listening session or they were watching a show or something. So like the vibes were not there. And I remember Megan not saying like one thing and I was like, holy shit, I feel like this is a crowd of like really cool people. Dashboard. I study abroad, gone for a couple months. Xavier has now made his way into this group of friends. I meet the re-meet the friends, and none of them really remember that night that I came in and like, you know, brought in the messy, like basic girls. Like basically like the people that we never hung out with. And then um Oh my God, this is actually a really good memory. So then I uh, got really drunk. I think I forgot what happened. Oh, I had zipped my penis in like a zipper. And this is actually really good. This is how I, this is how Megan and I became like really good friends. So I, so flash forward, I'm now going to a party with all those people. Xavier's like hanging out with all the DePaul kids. I go to this party. I tell everybody how I zipped my penis. It's currently wrapped in gauze. And uh, this party was terrible. Like, I forget, like, these people, like, fucking sucked. And I was, like, on one. And she says, like, something to the effect of, like, oh, wow, looks like you're not having sex with any girls tonight or something like that. And I go, oh, uh, different team. And then Megan kind of, like, uh, like paused and, like, gave me, like, this beautiful eye contact. And her eyes got really big. She's like... Oh, or just something along like either are you serious or like oh okay, and then I think this is from the same night. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is from the same night. But we were at some girl's house who I did not like, and she had this like chalice, and I stole the chalice, <laughs> and I think it said like bitch on it, or it was like very bejeweled. It was ridiculous, but I ended up walking home and stealing that. Two days later, she I, pings me on um, Facebook Messenger and we're like chatting and then we're like kind of going back and forth, back and forth. And then like two weeks later, we went on our like first little like friend date, which was milkshakes. Chick I got chicken strips and french fries, but she had a chocolate milkshake. And that was like the beginning of our friendship. It was really, really nice. That was like March 2011 is when we had our, our friend date. That is just extremely cute and then oh my gosh this is even better so march 2011 when we have our first um friend dates at this point megan and i are seeing each other like consistently either at school hanging out with friends going to any of the parties and then i had planned a birthday dinner for her and 
the menu <laughs> for 21 year olds was uh i would say pretty advanced it was chipotle marinated chicken on ciabattas with like this crazy like jalapeno mayonnaise it's i mean at the end of the day it was a fucking sandwich <laughs> but i remember like putting all this effort into making this amazing like spread for all of our friends there was like stuffed bell peppers there was like all these different things but um that was megan's 21st no that was i don't know if she was 21 at that time it was megan's birthday that's all i know So this is a story about Megan, you've heard this, Megan and the mouse. And why I think this story is so like important and very poignant because at the time, so Megan and I are very, very close. I meet Joel and I get to a point where I'm like working two jobs and in school full time living with Megan, but not really living with Megan and having a boyfriend all like, just like I spread myself freaking thin. And I, and it's so sad. I was actually looking at all these messages and looking at like text messages, emails, uh, my Facebook wall, everything's well documented. And there's about a four, three, a three year gap of where I completely like have no social life. And I start to realize like, that Megan and I are like no longer as close as we used to be. We lived together, but I was never living with her. Uh, I was working all the time. I was, it was really, it was like actually made me really sad. Um, But that aside, this night, Megan and I went out for drinks. We had a girl's night. We were just like freaking living. There was no boys, no boyfriends, nothing. And why I love this moment is like kind of, um, you know, with everything that I did not. So now I'm very aware that I was like, maybe not a good friend or as available or as accessible to Megan. But when I think about this one moment in particular, Meg, this is like towards the end, like we, I know Megan's going to be moving to SF. I know that we're going to like, this mouse problem has been a fucking issue. And we were very terrified you know, while we were living there when mice would jump out and things would happen and we'd like scream and like giggle and laugh. And then, um, you know, I think, I think it's her Aries blood. Like we were really drunk. We stumble into the house and we see the fucking mouse and we are literally chasing it like chasing this tiny cute mouse around the fucking house. I think she has a broom or something and we're all screaming and stomping on the floor trying to like run it out. Like literally we want fucking blood. Like get the fuck out of our house. You intruder, you fucking crazy psychopath, like get out of our house. And so I, 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 I why I love this, this story is like, it was a time where like there were no hangups of like there was just no resistance or restraints on like our friendship and looking back now and understanding that you know I wasn't always there even when I lived with them like I was barely at that apartment um that was one moment that I felt like was such a true genuine like us just having fun hanging out being girls being destructive and like just having such a great time and most importantly, without like our significant others at that time, which I thought was just really funny. Um, 
Yeah, that was like, that's the moment that I always think of, like, as like, this is pure joy. Pure joy in the sense that it doesn't end in a bad story or a bad, like, like not the mini bar moment where Megan's like <laughs> dying and vomiting. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, bye. See you later. <laughs> this is more like we're both having equally a lot of fun. And we both, the uh, image of her and I chasing after a fucking mouse is like one that's filled with like, boldness courageousness like we're both like like just ready to fucking go and that never really happens because usually one of us or i'm like i feel like i'm more timid so i felt like i felt very comfortable enough to her with with her to like chase a fucking mouse around the house to Megan um, and she's turning 30 holy fuck okay this is really <laughs> I'm kind of put on the spot but I love it um, if Megan were in front of me right now and I was to say something to her I guess my biggest wish or my biggest thing that I would say is like first and foremost like sincere gratitude and thank you for being someone I can rely on someone that I can truly um, depend on and someone who just like I, is so important in my life. She adds tremendous value to my life. I'm very fortunate to have um, the time and 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 the freedom to to have her as a friend, um, even in times where we're not like physically in each other's lives. Um, yeah, and I, like I said, I just like I I I don't know where my life would be without Megan Muhammad. Um, I do want to say I wrote down a couple like words that I think um, or things that I'm thankful for. Um, I'm thankful for her introduction to SZA, to in, introduction to the musician SZA. Um, she introduced SZA to me. I ended up going to a SZA concert and like that changed my life. And I remember Megan just being like, wow, bitch, I literally introduced <laughs> you to her. Uh, to David Gandy. We used to send photos, naked photos of him to each other. So like that is one that I'm really like really, really excited and thankful for. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse is another person that has been super influential in my life that literally Megan Muhammad showed me on a record. Like we'll never fucking forget. I will, whenever me and Mr. Jones plays on the fucking radio or on my fucking record player, I will always and forever think of Megan Muhammad. Um, okay, quickly, our love for April Bloomfield, RIP, never know what happened to April Bloomfield, but there was a moment in our lives where we were like, we need to go to all of her restaurants and like eat food and drink and like do all these things. And then last and most, like most importantly, our love for Scream will, will come unmatched against anyone. Sorry, Steve. And we'll always say, whenever I think of the line, maybe she's a slut, just like her mother, I will always think of Megan Rahman. End. <laughs> to know what happened to the mouse um i think we lost it i honestly think we we i think we were like trying to figure out where it went and we were like on guard like with the with the broom and like a you know weapon to try to find it but we never found the mouse as a ship and crap 